Frantic Nerdcast, hosted by AJ and Brock, talking about all the nerdy things that you want to hear about. Let's get into it. G'day, 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 and welcome to episode nine of the Frantic Nerdcast. Are we are to episode nine already. We are up to episode nine already. Jesus. Double digits coming in hot. Oh, God. We have to throw some sort of party for episode 10. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode is a milestone. We're still here, everybody. We're still here. Who would have thought? Uh, Yeah, welcome to episode nine, guys. Um, So we've got a uh, big episode here for you. Lots and lots of uh, nerdy things on the plate. Um, Let's start off with some of the big uh, MCU news, as we tend to do with nearly every episode. (laughs) Uh, Fantastic Four. We have our first family in the MCU, finally. We do, we do. Now, I know that they've been speculating about all the different people and the different people personnel coming through and whatnot for i don't know the better part of two years i'd say Mm, or at least mm. since they initially announced that um uh marvel had picked up the rights and whatnot but um no it's awesome to see that it's all locked in and confirmed and it's going to be cool to see the uh the guys coming through but i mean Straight off the bat, um, with the cast, we have Mr. Fantastic or Reed Richards. We've got Pedro Pascal. Oh, I I like it. You like it? Yep. I think it's a good cast. I I really think he's gonna he's gonna nail it. I think we're gonna get a bit of a sort of uh, now disclaimer as well before I say anything. I am not a Fantastic Four fan at all. I know fuck all about the Fantastic Four. In Never all, really read them. All, in all honesty, I haven't read too much about them um, from a comic perspective. Yeah. I, I definitely got an interest to read the comics I don't know, a couple of years ago um, when I came late to the 2015 movie that they did in my car. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, oh, you know what, I wouldn't mind reading the comics and I just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no. But uh, Pedro Pascal, he's a... He's an amazing, amazing actor. actor, and I think he's going to do a fucking awesome job. I, I, I think he's going to do an awesome job. My, my favorite performance of his was um, uh, The Last of Us when he went through and, and did that. That was absolutely incredible. Uh, I hope he the brings. stone the stone scene from the uh, unbearable weight of talent <laughs> movie with <laughs> Nicholas Cage when they're stoned in the car. That's the fucking best thing it's ever. Incredible! It's incredible, and obviously it's those guys, they're they're watching us. Are they watching us? <laughs> look! 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 Are they watching us? I don't. They're watching us. Quick run! Oh god! Yeah, that was a left field um, thing. Like to see him in as well. Uh, I mean, incredible actor, awesome. Keen to see what he brings to the role. I think it's going to be very interesting what he brings to the role with sort of the the things that he's done in the past. Um, like, I reckon. I, mean, I reckon they're going to go for that half comedy, half serious route with Mister Fantastic. I think they will as well. Um, I think it's going to err more on the side of serious. Yeah. Um, being like because I, I think I, I see Pedro Pascal as more of a serious, um, like sort of bringing that mm. drama and that that piece to his role. So I see it being more of the serious element, but it's Marvel. So of course they're going to like try and have that comedic um, relief, so to speak. Yeah. Now, I suppose there's only one thing for me, and it's just because I reckon a lot of people will be similar, that when I seen bloody John Krasinski in Multiverse of Madness, I annoyingly got hooked yeah, into him. I, I, I know. I know, but it was just one of those things where I'm like, oh, he he would fit it perfectly. I I would love to see him. Now that I've seen Pedro Pascal, I'm like, oh my god, he's going to fit it perfectly. Yeah. I would love to see it as well. So John, I'm torn between the two. John Krasinski, <laughs> he was he's what everyone's always wanted. He's the fan yeah. cast. Everyone wanted yep. the fan cast. Yep. 
Um, but I mean, I kind of a um, little bit. I think John John Krasinski is a great actor. Yes, but I don't think he would have been able to sort of carry. Like cool. even though it's an ensemble cast, I mm. don't think he would have been able because he's like he's the boss of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, essentially, of he's the and he's also. One of the, he's one of the smartest people in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. He's in the Illuminati. Yep, um, and he would have. He, he looks the part. But I don't think he would have been able to do the part. But in, no, that in make, saying that, makes that, that makes sense. In saying that, fucking, I don't think anyone ever thought he would have been able to be <laughs> Jack Ryan. Exactly. So you never know. But I think Pascal is going to do a fantastic I, I job. Think he, I think he will. And it was um, it was funny. I was thinking back onto the first time I actually seen Pedro, uh, Pedro in something. Um, it was bloody – I thought that it was Game of Thrones when he was – When he got his, he when gets he, his when head he, scratched. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I'm like, uh, but, I mean, anyhow. Because yeah. he was in um, the Shay movies, was he? The what? Not Shay. Um, no, Narcos. He was in Narcos. Oh, yeah, in yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. He was in that as well. Yeah. Um, and no, I look uh, pretty keen to see Pedro Pascal and what he brings to the role. Um, as I said, great actor. As you said, great actor. He's really awesome at pretty much everything he touches, or at least I reckon he is. Um, so onto his wife. Onto his wife. Sue Storm. Sue Storm. And we have Vanessa Kirby. I love Vanessa Kirby. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. She's a great actor. She's uh, awesome. She's awesome in the uh, Mission Impossibles. Love her in the Mission Impossibles. Uh, and she is just... Everything she's been in, she's been fantastic in. So, for, oh, pun intended. So, <laughs> wasn't for sure. Um, with Vanessa Kirby, she's got one of those faces. I looked at her face and I'm like, sure, I know exactly who you are. But immediately I'm like, I can't think of it, what she's fucking in. And then I went and went, right, Vanessa Kirby, she's in this, 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 this. And I'm like, of course she's fucking in it. And she's incredible in all of them. Yes. But it was just, I was frustrated that I'm like, I know exactly who you are. What are you in? Um, but as you said, like she's awesome in each one of those roles. And um, yeah, I mean, she's she going to be apart, all, definitely, definitely looks apart. I actually think of um, of the four, I think Vanessa Kirby suited purely on an aesthetic, the part most of yep. the four. Yep. Like or granted, the thing ends up just being covered in fucking rocks. <laughs> but, CGI the whole time. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, if you if you take um, the, and we'll get to him in a second, but I mean, um, like the character of Ben, I yep. still thought that um, – Vanessa Kirby, yeah, she nails nails the parts. Yeah, and she's in my head as much as I love Kate Mara, Katie Mara, whatever her name is, and Jessica Alba. She's a hundred percent the best choice look wise mm. to what the character looks like in the comics. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think she's going to nail it. Mm. The one thing I'm very interested about for all of this, and we'll get to what we think about the setting and all that kind of stuff later is, mm-hmm. are they all going to be doing American accents? Uh, who knows? I mean, it Sue, makes sense. Yeah, that Sue, they and Johnny, uh, I mean, Sue and Johnny are brother and sister. Yep. So, and they're both played by British actors. Yep. So are they going to be British? Mr. Fantastic American I thing, mean, American. They've all got the capacity. I mean, okay. So I wonder if they'll just let them be British. I mean, that'll be an interesting. Well, they thing. are America's first family, like oh, no, Mar- they're Marvel's first family. Yeah, um, I reckon I'm going to chuck it out there and say that Sue and John are going to be American. Mm. Oh, but I mean, oh, well, let's get on to Johnny. 
Uh, so Johnny is played by Joseph Quinn. And for all of those of you who don't know by looking at the picture of him, when you see it, <laughs> you're like, who's that guy? It's the old mate from Stranger Things who yep. has the ridiculously good Metallica guitar solo at the end of Eddie, season three. Eddie Munson. Yep. <laughs> and he was fantastic. Like he made a name for himself just by playing that one role. Yeah. So he's going to be awesome. And get me wrong, Captain America, Chris Evans. He was a fantastic John Storm in, yep. the, uh, in the first couple of... Uh, Played it well. He did it really well. So, um, and I mean, um, oh, what's his name? The guy from Fan Fantastic? Uh, Creed? Oh, yeah, yeah, um, What's his name? It'll come bit, come to me in a yeah. second. <laughs> he, he's a fantastic actor. Like, I love him to death. He's so good in Creed. Michael and B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, that's it. He's so good in Creed um, and everything I've seen him in. But, I mean, that movie was just fucking atrocious. Well, you couldn't, uh, anyways, you couldn't you can, carry him through yeah, anyways you can because only do, he's bloody Killmonger. <laughs> that's right. He's, that's right. He's Killmonger. Um, he's... I mean, even Black Panther, he was so good in Black Incredible. Panther. Incredible. Um, but yeah, like I liked him, but he didn't fit the character for me. No, 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 he didn't. From what I've seen in cartoons, the limited comics I've read of Fantastic Four, the time that they've appeared in Avengers comics and stuff like that, he just he didn't fit that role. And I understand in the fan movie they were going for the gritty, you know, that gritty style of realistic mm. comic movie thing, but he just didn't fit it for me. No. None of that cast fit the roles for me. In that and, movie. and I think, um, I think Mr. Mr. Quinn is going to be fantastic. And I mean, if we want to base it off of his Stranger Things performance as Mr. Munson, if he brings that same sort of energy, yeah, it's like that cheeky, done. fun sort of rock star, uh, exactly, energy, that, which that, is what Johnny Storm is, one hundred percent. So, yeah. and and I mean, that'll be awesome just to see that on the screen as well. Whilst uh, he gets that um, same sort of appeal running through, except at the click of a fingers, he turns into fire. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or covered in fire. Covered right? in fire. Yeah. Um, and lastly, of the uh, Fantastic Four, we have the Thing, Eben Moss Bacharach. 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 The game of Bacharach. Yeah. Um, he, he's a guy who's got a very familiar face. Yeah. Um, I'm actually thinking that right now. I had, what the fuck has he been he, he's, in? Okay, don't, so, don't ruin it for me. No, sure. I picked the wrong one. Sure. Um, a- anyways, he, he's yeah. got a very familiar face. You'll see him in um, a lot of... Uh, supporting roles across a whole bunch of different things. Oh, he was in. Um, but actually, my wife told me this. She was in. He was in Girls. Yep. That's what. That's one of the things I've probably seen him in. Um, oh yeah, he was in Andor. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's in the Bear. Yeah, that's what bear. he's in the Bear. So, and, and that's what I got here. Like, he's actually an Emmy Award winning actor. So yep. he got. An yeah, he Emmy was great f- in the Bear. Yeah. So I haven't seen the Bear. I've heard great things. It's <laughs> so good. Yet, yet another thing that's on the list. If you want to sit there and watch some tenseful TV, that's yeah. the fucking one to watch. Yeah. So that, that's probably his most well known in recent times, anyways. But yeah, he's he's been around for ages. He's got. Uh, he's obviously got the capability to be uh, to put on a good performance. So, seeing as you've watched the Bear, mm-hmm. because of his portrayal within the Bear, how do you think that's going to portray or come onto screen as um, Ben Grimm or the Thing? Because you know how I think he's going now because the grim, the, the grim, fucking hell. Um, the thing is, <laughs> he's, he's pissed, he's like angsty, he's yeah. pissed that he can't go out and he can't connect with people. Um, hence why they kind of originally I don't know if they stayed together, but his girlfriend was yeah. blind, all that kind of stuff because he's very self conscious of himself. Um, I think. 
I think he's gonna he's gonna nail it. I mean, it's gonna be it's it's hard. It must be hard for them, like having to wear a grey suit with dots over it mm. while you're acting and stuff like that. Um, you just I, walk around with a cardboard cut out of yeah. the thing on his face. <laughs> I think I I think he's gonna nail it. Um, it's all gonna come down to how well they play off each other. One hundred percent. Because it is what it, it's. There's no superstar in this. It's a hundred percent an ensemble cast, and the fan like it has to be an ensemble cast. Mm. Um, but yeah. Um, I think he's going to do good. I think they're all going to nail it. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it. When I seen the announcement, had a bit of a read through uh, who was there and whatnot. Yeah, it got me very excited. Um, so judging from the poster, for those of you who haven't seen it, it was released on Valentine's Day mm-hmm. and it was a picture, like a 1960s-esque happy yeah. family vibe, uh, hand-drawn, like uh, World War II-y style, yep. hand-drawn kind of image. Mm, that 50s and 60s yeah, era. From that, what do you reckon the story is? Because I know what I've read, what people think, and what I think. But what do you think? Um, oh, it's a tricky one. Like again, because I haven't read many of the comics, I don't know if there is actually like an so underlying story that can tie into it. Essentially, the backstory is um, he creates like a it's a particle thing or some, yep. something, and mm-hmm. it alters them molecules, yep. and that's what gives them powers. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, sure. um, and there's multiple different versions of they travel over here and they mm-hmm. get it from traveling somewhere. I think it, I think they go to the moon mm-hmm. from memory in one of the one of them. They go to the yep. moon and they get their powers from an accident there. Um, I think in the fan four stick they went to another dimension. Yep, they got their powers there. Um, so I I kind of agree with some of the rumors I read on some of the theories, not rumors, theories I read online that it's going to be very Captain America-esque okay. where it's going to start in the 50s, mm-hmm. 60s, and they will go out on an adventure to mm-hmm. get their powers. And then when they come back from getting their powers, they'll have traveled through time and they'll end up in the modern era. Okay. That was one theory I read, which I think that's going to be the most likely one. Mm. Um, and that's why no one's heard of them. Sure. In the oh, one, yeah, because obviously six. they need to do the introduction of yeah. them into. So it's either that or the other theory was that they were the Fantastic Four. It's going to just start and they're going to have their powers mm. and uh, they will go out on a mission or something like that mm-hmm. and they'll get transported into modern time sure. through some means. And that, again, is why no one's heard of, like we haven't heard of them in the 616 because mm-hmm. they just stopped existing. Mm-hmm. And then start existing again, mm-hmm. kind of over that jump. Okay. And that's why no one's heard of them. I think everyone's trying to explain the why haven't they been there yeah, theory. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Which is fair enough. And I suppose the other one that um, was sort of bouncing around in my head, like obviously we've got the multiverse cities all open and whatnot to the multiverse, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. What if they are on another within another dimension or another universe and that universe is still in the 50s or 60s and then with everything that's sort of gone on over the course of the last few movies and um, TV shows and whatnot are they more or less being drawn into yeah like the the 616 universe well this is coming out after Daredevil uh, not Daredevil after (laughs) after Deadpool yep and dead, we all know Deadpool is going to be a massive multiversal 
well, sort of thing. Of course. So it, it may, that may affect the multiverse in a certain way, which mm. then brings, because there is that teaser, which we'll talk about in a second, of the Secret Wars comic in, mm-hmm. in, the, in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So you never know. And the other big thing, like, who's the baddie? That's the big thing. Well, uh, I, read, I read apparently that they're looking for a, a silver surfer. Um, so, I mean, if that might tie into something cool. like as well, because I mean, he's the Eternals, sort of The Eternals have the, um, the what the fuck are called, the big people. Yeah. The Celestials. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's not a big leap for them to make Galactus a Celestial. Yeah, exactly. So, if they bring a Silver Surfer in, they can bring Galactus in. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Do a better job. Yep. <laughs> um, then the other one, like Doom's one of their big baddies, mm-hmm. but... He's always been relegated to them, even though Doom is like one of the biggest baddies in Marvel. Yeah. I think what would be cool, and this is purely just theory, like what if they use Fantastic Four to sort of have whatever it is, they have a bad of some kind, whomever it is, and then at the end of it, maybe we get a similar introduction to like we got with um, Thanos when they were teasing Thanos. What if they start to tease Doom and Doom doesn't replace Kang but almost becomes that big bad through this next phase or something or the next phases one of the big things about Kang is in the comics Kang is Reed Richard and Sue Storm's kid oh there you go so I think in one in one of the universes I don't know if it's all the universes Um, so yeah I don't know but um, there's obviously like a whole bunch of linking in because there was rumours that they're trying to find a a doom yeah whether he's going to be in this or not but I'd, I'd like him I, if he's going to be in it, I want it to be purely that teasing factor for what's yeah. going to happen in the future. I don't want him to be the big bad straight off the bat um, because once you put the big bad straight off the bat and if they beat him straight off the bat, it's kind of like, well... Give it to Cavill. Cool. <laughs> I'd love to see Cavill as Doom. <laughs> That'd be awesome, actually. Cavill, Cavill or Carl Urban. Carl Urban as oh. Doom would be fucking great. I've never thought of that until just then. That would he would make a fantastic Doom because like him is when he's in dread. Yeah, he's just and like oh, the thing about Doom is Doom is also one of the smartest people on the planet as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think he would definitely I, have the arrogance like from watching him through the boys yeah. and whatnot for it. I'd lo- I I, I want to see Henry Cavill as a baddie. He yeah. always plays the goodie. I think he'd play a fantastic baddie. No, he doesn't always play the goodie. Oh. He was the baddie in like one show, like yeah. Mission Impossible 4, I think yeah. it was. Yeah, but five, like a, give him a real juicy baddie to fucking... Yeah. That's why he needs to be like one of the... Like a Thanos baddie kind of like... That'd be pretty he's cool. through multiple things because apparently Feige and him have both agreed and they're looking for a role for Cavill in the MCU. Oh, well, there you go. So everyone thinks he's going to be Sentry, which is essentially mm. Marvel Superman. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, no, don't I'd do it. I prefer if they didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, same. Just mix it up a little yeah. bit. But I mean, hey, bringing him into the universe is obviously going to be good. But um, I didn't think he would because I figured he would have a little bit too much going on with his Warhammer duties. Yes, well, you never know. Exactly. That's like if you give him a role like Doom where you're teasing him for yeah, two, true. three years. He yeah. doesn't. He only has to film for fucking like hmm? an hour. Yeah. And then, then he just comes back and does the big movie at the and, end. And to be fair, if they're teasing Doom, they can work out his contracts for the next several years and just yep. have some other person sit in the suit for the next several Pretty years. Much. I think they had um, th- two, two, maybe three Thanos over the course of before he uh, got fired. It, it was two. Like just the was, two, yeah. uh, <laughs> One guy played it in all the yep. things and then uh, Brolin played it. And yep. What's that? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. All right. So 
uh, Fantastic Four. Are you guys looking forward to it? Give us a holler on uh, the Facebook and tell us what you think, what your theories are. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be good, good fun. Uh, so uh, let us jump on into this one. Some excellent trailer news. Now, we have multiple trailers here. Um, <laughs> yeah, trailer-heavy episode, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we did have Super Bowl, so it was kind of expected. Yep. Super Bowl always brings out the trailers. Uh, all right, what do you want to start with, mate? Uh, look, let's start with... Um, I think let's finish with Deadpool. Because that's probably that's probably the one that's got me the most excited. <clears throat> let's yeah, sure. st- let's start with one that we've already spoken about a little bit before, but they've released um, a new trailer, and that's Godzilla, Godzilla v Kong coming out <laughs> March 29th. <laughs> so we've spoken about it before, um, mm-hmm. and we more or less highlighted or said that it kind of looks like we've seen the movie in two and a half minutes. <laughs> correct, <laughs> and that they they'll just more or less expand upon it as they go. Mm-hmm. But one one thing I did want to talk about in this one is um, what they've. This is a new trailer, by the way. Yeah, new new yep. trailer. We're not talking about the same one. So this one dropped. I think it might have came out the day after Super Bowl. Yep. But anyways, um, there's a blue Godzilla. Well, I think I think what it is is it's going to start as the blue Godzilla, mm-hmm. which is the normal Godzilla yep. we've seen. Yeah, and then when he goes into the earth and. Mm-hmm. Recharges or whatever it is, mm-hmm. he comes out and he's a super Godzilla. Yeah, sure, okay. That I, was I, that was one. I think that's what's going to happen. I, I was wondering what your thoughts on there, more or less, being two Godzillas. I mean, there's been more than one Godzilla in several different arcs across all the universes mm. and whatnot of of Godzilla since <laughs> since he's been around. Um. What if there is like an element of of two being there? One that's more or less on the Scar King side, one that's on Kong side. I mean, it's possible because the way the trailer portrays it is that something, and it kind coming. of alludes to being Godzilla, is with Scar King, and then sort of fucks up Kong at some point, like shooting the blue rays and whatnot. Like that's sort of alluded to. Um. Because the other thing that's alluded in the trailer is something's coming. Yes. But they don't make it seem like it's Kong. They make it seem like it's something's coming from like outer space to me. That's what it felt like to me. Okay. It felt like something's coming. And like they've already made in the mythology that um, the three-headed one was an alien. Mm -hmm. So whether it's another another monster that we haven't even seen in the trailer is coming. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um. Because we know Scar King is going to be one of the baddies. Yep, yep. We've seen that. I think he'll be like he'll be the main protagonist, and if whatever is coming comes, it'll be at the end for. I mean, they could just be completely trying to send us in the opposite direction, but hmm. that's what I kind of got from that trailer that, okay. that something's coming from outer space, so hmm. another alien monster. Yep. Um, the one thing I have seen um, in the wasn't in the trailer. It kind of was because Godzilla gets his mech upgrade. Yeah. With his hand, whether his hand gets blasted off or I don't know. Oh, Kong gets it. Chopped off. Um, sorry, Kong. Yeah, Kong gets the mecha hand. Um, in the... I've seen some other promotional or leaked things. <laughs> sure. Uh, Kong gets a gun. <laughs> He's got like a oh, big like a ass pistol. pistol. <laughs> yeah, like a big ass pistol gun that he holds in his mech hand. Yeah, right. Okay. 
So I, whether it was fake oh, or not, but I don't yeah. think I think it was real. And Kong's got a, got himself a little yeah. a pistol gun. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Look again. I, I don't want to talk too much about it because we did talk about it a fair bit previously. But I mean, it's um, it still looks like a cool movie. It looks like they're more or less just grabbing all the monsters now and just saying, "Fucking here they are. Let's put them on screen well, and a heap fuck of, around with them." There's it. a heap of monsters that haven't been in it yet. There's still. heaps, heaps. But, um, but I mean, from when I say loading up in this one, they've got there's about thirty bloody apes or something sitting around in the, in the pit I with think, Col- uh, Scar King and whatnot. I so think I mean, that's a flashback. Flashback. I reckon that's a flashback. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. If it so is. I think I reckon the baby is the only, only one mm. that's left kind of thing that he discovers, unless they find another tribe in the middle world thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I wonder if the flashback is where we've got the blue and pink Godzilla. Maybe. Yeah from when they fought back in the day. Maybe. Um, one thing I did love in the trailer. And, and maybe the guy who's getting fucked up in the trailer isn't Kong. It's uh, Kong's uh, ancestors. Yeah. Who knows? I, one thing I did love in the trailer was the um, how they've improved on the uh, portal technology. Instead of going through that cave and stuff, they've got that thing in the <laughs> water thing in the that water. sucks in and then Kong just jumps in. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I think it's got, it's, it looks like it's, from this trailer, I kind of got that vibe that it's going to have that fun vibe mm. that the last one had where it's like yeah. silly, but then like action. Yeah, yeah. And I like that they're kind of, especially with the last one and this one, they're starting to lean more into like every, realizing the Michael Bay mistake of we don't want to see humans. Yeah. <laughs> we want to see giant monsters belting the fuck out of each other. That's yeah. why the first Pacific Rim was so good. Yeah. Because it was giant monsters and robots fighting each other. Mm. And then you had some little stuff sprinkled over to the side <laughs> that we could enjoy for a little bit. And then it went back to monsters fighting. Yeah. Because you can't have monsters fighting the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Um, but anyways, Godzilla X Kong, I still think it's going to be a great movie. I still think it's not going to offer a massive amount of depth from a story perspective but i still think it's going to be pretty cool on the screen i think it's going to be good i will watch it at the cinemas and enjoy the shit out of it (laughs) uh speaking of nothing because that was a horrible segue and i wholeheartedly apologize oh speaking of monkeys (laughs) actually the the segue works speaking of monkeys sure let's jump into that one kingdom of the planet of the apes trailer dropped at super bowl yeah it did uh now i love the I want to say original trilogy, but yeah, the original new trilogy. Um, that thing was a fucking masterpiece. It was absolutely incredible. It's still, masterpiece. When you go through and just watch um, the Dawn, Planet of the Apes, it's just uh, Rise. Sorry, it's yeah. just incredible. So what was like, Rise, Rise, Dawn, Dawn, war. and then War. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it was just awesome. I mean, you, every time I watch it, get absolute chills at the end. Just the first time he sits there and screams out, no, you're just like, fucking yes. Mm-hmm. Like it's absolutely amazing, amazing trilogy. Um, and like it gave uh, nods obviously to the, um, to the previous like trilogies from back in the sixties and whatnot. Um, Which we um, are now leading into. I'm super keen for this. Super have have they said uh, whether it's going to be another trilogy or? I'm just going to make that assumption. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, that, that's pretty much the thing that uh, the movies, the, when they're doing it, they'll make a trilogy. So when they start with the next piece, I mean, that is the first part of your yeah. next trilogy, so to speak. So they sort of do it in segments. They've got the segment one, which was, you call it your Caesar trilogy. Yep. This next one is going to be whatever they want to sort of have this trilogy being as. And I don't know if they want to do another one in the future, they'll do another. No, I reckon, I reckon 
once this lot is done, that mm. top will tie into the OGs. In you my reckon? Opinion, yeah. I, I, after watching through the trailer, I think that this one might actually be where it ties into the... Because um, we are getting close. But, We're getting close, yeah. But the the monkeys aren't quite at the evol- the evolved state. I, I thought I thought yeah. a lot about this. So I went I watched the trailer a couple of times, pause, play, pause, play, yeah. and all sorts of stuff and I was going through it because I watched it through once, I'm like, right, this is my theory. And then I watched it again, I'm like, shit, my theory's changed. And then I watched it again, I'm like, fuck, it's changed again. Because the first time you watch it through, you, you more or less think, right, the apes aren't that advanced. They've yep. still got whatever sort of um, trees and huts and whatnot they've got but you're comparing it to um what you've seen in the og planet of the apes which they've got Not the more, more or less they've got the the um what the mud huts yep. so to speak so you do that comparison so you're like right it's Further along, it's so far into the future from the Caesar series, but it's not where the OG sort of timeline was. And then you watch it through, you're like, yep, supporting factor from that, the humans have like de-evolved, like they're just more or less portrayed as savages now, et cetera, et cetera. It highlights that one of them's smarter. So, yep, cool. She's just pick of the bunch, so to speak, Mm -hmm. and just continues to play along that way. And I'm like, okay, cool, right. So that was the first time I just played it through start to finish. And then I went back and started watching it again and started picking up on a few other things. And the first thing that I picked up on was, oh, maybe this isn't that far after and they've just de-evolved really quickly. Like for the humans have de-evolved mm. really quickly and that's why you've got the the houses which are more or less, they're, they're very similar to what they were during the Caesar saga. So maybe yep. it's not that far in the future. It's more or less like the next generation. And it's just that as quickly as um, the apes gained their intelligence and expanded upon their intelligence, the humans just as quickly de-evolved. So I'm like, okay, that's the angle they're going for. Cool, sweet, whatever. That's why there's still one who's smarter. Yep. Third time I watched it through and sort of started to pay attention more so again is the girl who's smarter. Yep. She's got a completely different outfit. So if you go back and watch it... All of the people, we'll call them the savage humans. Yep. They've more or less just got a loincloth and a piece of um, a piece of cloth covering the top and bottom, right? That's more or less what they have. If you actually have a look at the the main character, um, and I've just gone blank on what her name is, but she is from The Witcher, which is mm-hmm. sidestep incredible. Anyways, she has got modern clothes. Okay. And when I seen that she had modern clothes, I thought, you know what? What if this is kind of the the segue into or at least that element of touching on the introduction of humans who were smarter via all the time, space, continuum stuff that sort of brought them into it. What if it is almost not not a reboot? I don't want to call it a reboot because it's not yeah, a reboot. I don't, think, it- I don't think that they would. That's one of my issues with connecting it to the original because mm. that had the whole astronaut goes to space yep. Travels through time, mm-hmm. but doesn't realize he's traveled through time until yep. he sees the Statue of Liberty. Exactly. I don't know if they'd go that route because they haven't really touched on anything like that in the entire series yet. They haven't, but they've always played on the fact that it was so far beforehand. Like it was, like it was this the series, like the the Caesar series, um, Caesar trilogy. Sorry, it was the rise yep. of the Planet of the Apes. Like we'd not really seen that before. Um, it gave hints during the original series as to what sort of happened, like Caesar, he rose, yeah. he did this, etc. But then um, 
this one, it it's got the feeling of being a different portrayal, maybe around that similar yeah, timing. I, I can see that. what you're saying by that. When yeah. you, I think back at it. I, 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 I still don't think it's going to be a reboot, but I think it's going to have a similar element to it. Yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. And and I suppose like- You know taking- for a fact that when they do somehow connect it to like an OG version mm. or they remake the original kind mm. of thing, we'll go back and watch Rise of the Planet Apes and there'll be like a fucking newspaper sitting somewhere that says <laughs> Ast- astronaut Billy Bob has gone to space. Exactly, exactly. And we'll be like, you fucking assholes, yeah, you've got uh, us. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, that's sort of where my theory- has gone. I think it's going to be definitely more along those lines. That's why she's portrayed as being different to the rest and smarter to the rest. That's yeah. why she's in the modern clothes because she's arrived later and whatnot. Yeah. And that's where it gives that sort of um, the presence. And they had the beach scene. So the beach scene was obviously an ode to the original yeah, ones. Yeah, 100%. I don't know how much they're going to pull into it to be similar. I mean, is she going to stand on the beach and scream, no? Like, I don't think they're going to be that on the nose maybe she's been part of a community that's been at sea exactly like it could yeah. be something along those lines um it could be that they've been living on an island it could be yeah. and it could be a completely different portrayal to um the traveling through space and getting stuck in a time yeah whatever it was and it could be exactly that they've been living on an island and hey um, we're back we've been uh, she's come back to see what it's like on the mainland again mm. and that could be sort of a similar time frame to the ogs and just sort of linking yeah. back in so to speak it's funny you mentioned the chicken she's from witcher mm. i uh, i said to you the other day <laughs> i was sitting there and i watched the trailer and i'm like who is that chicken i wanted to sit there and figure it out for myself i didn't want to google it i'm like i know who she is i've seen her <laughs> face somewhere and i sat there and it was pissing me off for a couple of days and i refused to look it up and i said it to you and you're like she's from the witcher I went, oh, for fuck's sake, she is too. It's just she had the brown hair and it. She looks so much older than she does in The Witcher. But uh, yeah, she, so I think she's going to do a good job. She does I, a good I job agree. in The Witcher. I agree. A um, couple of other things to support my theory, or at least one other thing to support my theory. There's a shot within the, um, uh, within the trailer where she's in an observatory. And if you, you actually have a look and sort of look at her facial expressions with expressions within the observatory you can see that she's clearly extremely upset so that's the other piece where i thought maybe it is like sort of drawing back into that um the space thing and like yeah that. exactly exactly like the the modern clothes are uh, we'll call them um army-esque so yeah. to speak but, uh, but i mean and that sort the, of vein the, my of, one issue with if they did try and do the maybe she's been on the space yeah. station or yeah. something like yeah. that and she lands mm. she's very young to be an astronaut correct yeah Correct, but I mean... Unless she was they, born in space. Yeah, exactly. She was born on this... Oh, that could be it. Could be. She was born on the Russian, sp- sat mm-hmm. the Russian space station and then she's come down to Earth. Mm-hmm. So she would be intelligent from her parents. Yep. Who were... Because pro- astronauts are smart people, maybe. Yep. Kind of thing. And she's come down to Earth from the, from the space station. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. Quite, when, that could be it because maybe the space station's fallen apart over time, degraded. And yep. She's, uh, she's come down, her parents have died or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that, I reckon that could be a theory. That's a pretty good yeah. one. Ties ties it all in pretty much. Um, and a couple of the other little things like you see through the show, which is pretty good. Like you see um, Caesar's 
window just being drawn onto the ship and you see it as like a, a made metal arc in a couple of other scenes. I thought that was a pretty pretty cool. That's more or less their, oh, we'll call it their religious emblem, yep. so to speak, to yeah. the history. That was that was good. Um, I touched on the, um, the observatory. Because he was like their, their god, essentially, uh, in, in the original, wasn't it? Kind of. From memory. Kind of. I, from I memory, watched the original a long time. Yeah, very long time for myself as well. But he was kind of that, um, I don't know, call it a prophet or something. Yeah. But he was more or less. Because he wasn't in the, he was dead well and truly yes. in the original, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. I think they may, I think you might have been introduced to him during like the fourth or fifth movie. But it was like, again, all about time travel yeah. and they traveled through time. It's easy, yada, yada, yada. I think that might have happened. Um, and in well, the I mean, ri- escape from Planet of the Apes has had a fucking atom bomb and they blew up the whole planet. So. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but then I think uh, the reboot that um, was I don't know, Tim Burton reboot, yeah, 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 that one. So I think when they Mark did, Wahlberg. I think when they did that, the ape that uh, Marky Mark came through with, I think that was Caesar. Oh, okay, yeah, from memory. But anyways, that was a rubbish movie, so there's no need to go watch that again. One hundred percent. I. Either way, with all of that said, no matter what way they take it, I think there's several different ways that they can still take it. It, I mean, I'm fucking keen for this movie. Oh, it's it's good. The as we said at the start, man, the OG, the original trilogy ones for the Planet of the Apes movies, Rise and Dawn and More, mm. fantastic, fantastic movie. Cinematography is beautiful. Yeah, the movie really beautiful. is. That's one movie that I've watched mul- uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I've watched multiple times and instead of watching it on Netflix and all that kind of stuff, I'll pull out my Blu-ray and I'll watch the Blu-ray because <laughs> the quality is just so good on the Blu-ray and it just, oh, it's a stellar film. It's incredible. It is incredible. And who would have ever thought that James Franco would have been fantastic in it? He was really good. Yeah, he was great in it. Absolutely not. Oh, one side bit that I wanted to talk about is um, not so much about the movie itself, but uh, when I went on a little bit of a sidetrack after watching the trailer and go, oh, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Who's this guy? Sort of shit. I had a look at the um, the cast. Uh, I can't remember if it was IMDb or another um, thing. And when it went through the cast, it had uh, the main <laughs> guy in um, the – I can't remember his name the, – the actor of the main guy being Noah in the movie – um, the main ape, sorry, being Noah. One fucking website had his name as Cornelius. And Cornelius is one of the characters, one of the apes from the original series and whatnot. Like he's fairly uh-huh. prominent, like as Caesar, as I think he was Caesar's, um, I think he was Caesar's son through the um, previous ones or something like that. I can't remember exactly when I was looking at it, but it had his name as Cornelius, threw me down a fucking rabbit hole of stuff. I'm like, Cornelius, what the fuck? Like, this is going to link it all. I'm going to, I'm going to work out where this shit is, and this, that, and the other. And then I watch the trailer again, and it says Noah. I'm like, Noah, but it was Cornelius a second ago. What the fuck? And then, it but was, we Marvel have proved that you can't trust trailers. No, you can't trust trailers. Um, he's, he was said that he was Noah in the thing, and then I went to this website, and it said Cornelius, and then I've since gone to find it, and I can't find it. Yeah, it probably got pulled. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, either it got pulled, or um, I. Stumbled down a rabbit hole that I well, shouldn't have. <laughs> if one of these movies does not end in the Dr. Zayas song, <laughs> Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, oh, uh, I'll be unhappy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next trailer. What do we got? Uh, I think we've got two more. We do have two more. So as I said, we'll finish with Deadpool, but um, Quiet Place. Quiet Place. I wanted to talk about this one. I don't know where you are with thrillers, horrors and that type of stuff, but this next one is Quiet Place Day One. Comes out in cinemas June 28th. It's a quiet place. 
I fucking loved the first one of these movies. Quiet, please. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Um, yes, yes. First, I, first I movie, absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it starts out, If for those who haven't seen it, it starts out really, really quiet, given the name. And you just hear a toy start making all sorts of noise after literally walking these people, watching these people walk through the jungle for about two minutes. You're like, what the fuck's going on? And then the kid pretty much gets fucked up by some big <laughs> alien thing. And it, the way that the tension was built through that two and a half, three minutes, and then to have it end like that, I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I thought it was absolutely incredible. Um, the second one, not as good. It was okay, but it wasn't as good. Um, Generally tends to happen with uh, with films like that. That is, the first one is so mm. good. The second one could be the best movie on earth, but it's still not going to live yeah. up to the expectations in people's heads. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, I mean, you, you take back to this one. Um, it's day one, so it's that the the trailer is of the meteorites or whatever falling mm. with this alien type creature coming. Um, through through the trailer, I noticed that there's actually barely any talking through it. Um, you hear a lot of screams. Yep. You hear someone say "help me." You hear someone say "please," and you hear say someone say "shush." Like they're the only three things that are actually said through the trailer. And I think that was for a trailer being about quiet place. I think that was really cleverly done, and having it everything else being screams and whatnot. Um, and like just with that being said. I hope that they're able to build on that tension that they're able to build from the first movie, carry it through in some way, shape or form to this one, noting that um, it's going to be a little bit harder to build the tension because it's more so about them discovering about the being quiet component. Like I think that'll be, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Uh, Either way, keen. Also, this is the first one that is not directed by Krasinski. Correct. He's one of the writers on it still, Yep. but he didn't direct it. It is directed by Michael Sarnowski, who, uh, if you have never heard of him, I would not, I'd say that's probably... (laughs) That's very much fair fair enough. enough. He made a, he's made a a short film called Love of the Dead. He did Fight Night Legacy, a short. Then he did a Fight Night Legacy TV show, which I've never heard of. Another short called That. He then was a co-director on Olympia TV series. (laughs) And his only movie, which is a fantastic film, is Pig, which is uh, Nicolas Cage, where someone essentially someone steals his truffle pig. I've seen this. And then he goes on a a bloody rampage to get his pig back. (laughs) I I seen the trailer for this, or at least the little short of it the other day, and I thought, hey, this looks great. I'm going to have to put that on the list. It's it's true (laughs) weird Nicolas Cage-ness, and um, it's a a good movie. (laughs) I'll have to Um, to get it. I recommend it. it. So it's going to be tough to know if he's got the chops to do this. And this one does look like it's going to be less Quiet Place-esque and more disaster movie I, I agree. I, I do agree with that. And that's why... I think that's why Krasinski's probably not directing it as well. Hmm. And, and that's also why I think it'll be interesting to see um, how... Uh, well, I suppose first if, and then how they would build that tension. Because, I mean, they're... they're on the edge of your seat, on edge of your seat thrillers, yeah. Like, 
And that's what I would like to see from this as well. Um, but it's going to be a little bit more difficult because everyone knows the concept already. They know that they're big beasts who react to mm. noise. So how are they actually going to build that tension? It could – I have a feeling it's going to fall into the same uh, trap that – 28 days later and 28 weeks later did mm. where 28 days later was very much like quiet place it was a tension filled yep. thriller incredible and then 28 weeks later took that and made it an action movie yep and very rarely does that work the only time i've ever seen that really successfully work is alien and aliens mm. where alien was very much a claustrophobic horror yep. film yep and aliens was a 100 percent fucking guns roaring action mm. film yep and that's one of the only times I've seen that really successfully work. And I think probably one of the reasons that it worked is it's probably one of the first times it was done. Yeah, true. And it was James Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so in any case, uh, Quiet Place, day one, in cinemas, June 28. Um, the trailer looks awesome. The tra- trailer it, it looks awesome. Look it, it, it looks awesome. Yeah. It's going to be an enjoyable movie. Um, and it's probably going to answer a lot of questions that we've probably thought we never had. Hmm. Like we haven't thought of exactly. I, I mean, we didn't need we didn't need a day oh, one. No, no, but we're getting one, and I'm keen to see it because I I'm kind of on that boat of again what 28 days, 28 weeks later, and now 28 months later. Is that the third one that they're doing now? Uh, I think it's 28 months later. I can't remember if it was months or years. I don't think it'd be years because oh no, it's been about 20 years since the first one, hasn't it? Thereabouts. Yeah. Um, I um, I like that progression of apocalypse mm-hmm. kind of thing, like seeing the different states of an apocalypse where like how have people begun to live in this fucked up world kind of yep. thing. I really like that. And I think that's why the first one was so good because that was kind of that stage of it. And then you saw a little bit of progression with more characters mm-hmm. in the second one. Yep. Um, I've just looked it up. So the third movie has been finally announced with a new name 28 years later. 28 years later. And it's about 17 years after the release of the previous film. Jesus fucking Christ. God, we're old. (sighs) I still remember seeing 28 days later in the movies. So, yeah, I'm fucking old. Um, Yeah, no, it's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be good. I don't think I'll rush to the cinema for this one. No. Um, But either way, I'm pretty Um, happy It's... Yeah, again, I just don't want it to fall on that trap. There's so many horror movie-esque things that do that where they mm. take a great concept and then try and blockbuster it. Yeah. And I suppose one of the benefits is that if it does go down the blockbuster route and doesn't sort of hit the things that we want from it, it might end up just being one of those, I'm a little bit hungover, throw that on the TV yeah. and it'll pass some time. I mean, <laughs> like another example of that is... Um, What's the found footage monster one with the aliens? Um, Which one? <laughs> oh, fucking. It was the one found where the Statue of, Li- Statue of Liberty's head rolls down the street. Um, oh, they made, didn't they make yeah. it into like four different yep. four different um, movies? Yeah, I can't remember. Cloverfield. Cloverfield, that's it. So the original Cloverfield. Hmm. Like that was... That was awesome. Yeah, it was a small budget. Well, probably it was big budget, but mm-hmm. small budget as yep. it goes. Um, and then they tried to make it. So they've tried to make it bigger with the Netflix movie. Well, they because they did Cloverfield. Yeah, the second one was called something else. 
I can't remember what it was called. So, where, and that was the one where it was um, down in the bunker, so the, the, the actress with the, well, John Goodman. With the, I think the story with both of them is they both seem low budget, or the first well, two that did. You've got that. You've got the original Cloverfield, and yep. then Ten Cloverfield Lane. That's the one. Um, that wasn't a Cloverfield movie originally. Okay. That was sort of, let's say, purchased and then wrapped as a Cloverfield movie. That's why the it whole works. start of the film, <laughs> like ninety nine percent of the film isn't it's just a thriller movie of, yeah. i want to get out something's happened outside yeah. no. and then at the end of it they've chucked on that alien part mm-hmm. well, in all fairness i enjoyed it oh yeah i loved it it was a fantastic film and i reckon that's why because uh, it was still not trying to blockbuster it mm. but then with the, the latest one the cloverfield paradox yeah which i think that was what it was called. um it wasn't a horrible movie by any means, but well, it, it doesn't stand up to the first. No, two. it doesn't. And it's because they tried to make it too big, in my opinion. I liked. Um, I agree. They tried to make it too big. There's definitely some cool things that happen. I mean, the way that they sort of introduce the monsters and whatnot into it, or aliens yep. or whatever, that's cool. I think some of the pieces, like when they're getting stuck in the ship, like there's that scene where he gets stuck in the ship. I thought that was pretty cool done. Um, and I mean the ending itself and the way that it just sort of turns up and it's like, okay, we've worked out what's happened and here's these big fucking aliens and monsters. Mm. I thought that was cool, but I felt like the rest of it was just filler between a couple of key things. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm scared they're going to do with, uh, quiet place day one, but we don't know until it comes out. So we can't really draw opinions on what it's going to be. I mean, of course we can. Occasionally, occasionally you <laughs> That's can. That's exactly what we're doing. And you know for a fact it's going to be right. I mean, in fairness, I haven't watched the movie yet, but Madam Webb, we knew it wasn't going to be a great movie. Mm. We had our hopes, mm-hmm. like you were hoping we were exactly. wrong. And from everything I've heard, I haven't watched it yet, but if, from everything I've heard, it's a fucking <laughs> pile of dog shit. And that's being nice. To, mm. That's being mean to dog shit. Yeah, that's unfortunately what I've heard as well. Yeah. But I mean, look, I'll still watch it. I'm... I wasn't rushing off to the cinema to see it in the first place, no, but now that no. I've seen that, I'm kind of like, mm, I'll probably just wait yeah. and watch it. Wait till I'm severely hungover. Yeah, and but I mean, which is a shame. Like I would have liked it to to see it do well, yeah. um, but it is what it is. Yeah. Not every movie can do well. This is true. I mean, movies can do okay. Mm. Apparently, I don't think this one has. But no. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, well, let's. We weren't going. We had this on our list, but we weren't going to talk about it. But we'll just quickly briefly mention it and mm-hmm. have a talk about it. Um, one of the trailers that dropped... Oh, about better, four or five days yeah, ago. Yeah, was the X-Men 97 trailer. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know, this is a continuation from the 1997 X-Men animated series, mm-hmm. which was my introduction to the X-Men. Mm-hmm. I hadn't really ever read the comics or anything like that. And I remember watching this show and I'd fell fucking in love with it <laughs> the, the intro with the um, <laughs> uh, was just fucking phenomenal and uh, a little treat for those of you listening go on YouTube and Google uh, X-Men cartoon Japanese intro you are in for a treat <laughs> oh it's like full fucking over the top Japanese anime style intro it's so good mm. Um uh, but yeah, it's, it's. I loved it. I loved the whole series. I love like they did the Days of Future Past. They did um, the Phoenix Saga, Dark Phoenix Saga. Like they nailed how all many, those um, big ones. How five, many seasons were there? Five seasons, five seasons I think. Okay. I think the last season was 
Apocalypse. Okay. Dealing with the Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, and this new season series, which is coming out in 2024, mm-hmm. picks up straight where it leaves off. I actually don't Pro- think it's that far away. Either. No, no. Yeah. Professor X died at the end of the show, mm-hmm. from the cartoon from memory. Yep. Uh, and it picks up. And from the trailer, what we got was uh, Magneto has had the whole thing left to him. Mm-hmm. There's like a little teaser right at the end. Yep. Um, Cyclops is still he's trying to be in charge and yep. take control of them all and all that kind of stuff. Now, the animation... They've tried to stay as it, true as they can. It still looks modern, but true. It, it looks the same, but yeah. modernized. In my opinion, it looks like it's just had. It was as if they took the X Men '97 and gave it a um, a what did, what they call it when they had to go into a digital yeah. um, uplift, remaster, so yeah. digital remaster. So they've they've kind of done a digital remaster yeah. and carried it through. And I it think looks, I think that's cool. I think Morph Morph is the only one that's had a major upgrade to his character design. Uh, from because in the original he looked like a cocaine addict, <laughs> uh, and in this one he's got his like cut, uh, his comic booky like white chameleon sure. looking skin. I think I've seen from one of the, some of the pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't give they gave bugger all away in the trailer. Yeah, um, I agree. A lot of the voice actors have come back, and some are playing different characters. I think the guy that did Gambit is now doing Cable. Okay. Or something like that. Um, but a lot of them come back. One of the things I've seen, I've seen this on the internet and it made me fucking laugh. It was a screen capture of Rogue from the original one. I've seen this. And it's just her ass and it's like super like voluptuous, buttock, drawn cartoon buttock. And then they have a shot of a butt in the new one. that's just this flat nothingness, like no curves or anything to her, which is a detriment because Rogue was one of my first crushes, man. <laughs> Oh God, Rogue was oh, that voice. Poor cartoon Rogue. The uh, <laughs> the bodysuit, the curves. Oh, she was just. So you mm. moved from cartoon Rogue to cartoon Harley. <laughs> yep, essentially, yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, and but and I mean, we got a horrible live action Rogue, and a Paquin was fucking atrocious <laughs> choice for that. Uh, does not look anything like Rogue. Didn't have the the accent. No. It didn't, it didn't work. No, not the slightest bit. And then they tried to give it a little fucking white stripe down her hair after. And it's like, no, it's just choose a different actor. No. She was not a good actor for it. No, she wasn't. She really wasn't. Um, so that's all we can really say about 97 because they didn't really tell us much in no, the trailer, no, which is didn't. great. They didn't. I, and look, I, I'm going to be uh, completely honest here and say that um, I've seen snippets of the show through my youth. I've not actually gone and watched it. Now, I have gone I to I have start- it all on DVD. Well, I've gone to start it a few times this week. Um, I have turned the TV on and gone to trottle into Disney to have a gander, uh, which I understand it's all there. And I just haven't actually gotten into opening Disney yet because yeah. something else has come up. That's a shame because like, like I said, they, they hit some of the really good um, sort of uh, arcs in the X-Men mm. thing, like the Dark Phoenix, the Saga, yep. the Phoenix Saga, like it's... Mm. Awesome. They touch on. Um, Look, I've only heard good things, and yeah, I'm definitely gonna get amongst them. Yeah, they touch on. <laughs> Add it to uh, the ever growing list. <laughs> the under the underground mutants. Oh, yep. Um, they touch on like the sentinels with the sen- the yep. uh, mother sentinel, whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Uh, well, you Nip- can see some yeah. um, touches from the sentinel sentinels in the um, yeah. one as well. Nimrod is in it. Uh, they have uh, the island, the penitentiary island that they have for mutants. I can't remember what it was called. Um, they, I think they did an X-Men 3 movie, whatever sure. it was called. Uh, they do that, Ap- Apocalypse, Sinister, Savage Lands, like all the big X-Men sort of arcs in the comic mm. books and stuff they touch on in it. Uh, I think from memory there's a couple of cameos in some of the episodes. Mm-hmm. I think 
Iron Man appears oh, right. in one of the episodes. Um, Hulk, I want to say Hulk's in an episode. I can't remember. Uh, or they do the, um, they cover the act, the mutant registration. Act, oh, yeah, yeah. All that kind of stuff in it. So, yeah, there's lots of stuff. Um, so, I just Googled. X-Men 97 comes out on March 20th mm. and it's going uh, and has two seasons with 10 episodes nice. each. So yeah, I like don't I said, know, I didn't think it was a long way. <laughs> I don't know how many, um, like whether it's going to be weekly or we get a dump of season one and then a dump Dis- of season two. Di- it's Disney, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what are they? Yeah, that's a fair point. Like what are they going to do? Are they going to do the weekly across 10 weeks and then season two comes out, I don't know, back end of the year or something like that or... Are they going to yeah do a season dump and then another season dump? Uh, so apparently they've announced that it is not a part of the MCU. So uh, uh, whether because obviously they need to do all those types of announcements now. Yeah. So it'll be uh, like even if they could have said it was and it still have absolutely yeah, nothing to 100%. do with the MCU with the way the multi. Anyways. Uh, and the original season series had seventy six episodes. Okay. Uh, ninety two to ninety seven. This is during the beautiful era of animated cartoons where we had Batman the animated series mm-hmm. we had this we had the Spider-Man animated yep. series uh, we had the Superman uh, Justice League Justice League Unlimited uh, which also had like the Static Shock and all that Batman Beyond all those fan- that era of fantastic comic book mm-hmm. cartoon series mm-hmm. which we lost when they tried to <laughs> it just didn't work and that respect for the fact that kids could understand detailed stories about love and loss and all that wonderful stuff which culminated in the fantastic movie of the Mask of Phantasm, but the Batman <laughs> Mask of Phantasm. <laughs> Such a good movie. All right, let's get on to the big one. All right. Do, 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 do. Oh, actually, let's. Uh, I think I've got it here. Do I have it? Oh, no, I don't have it. I thought I had a drum roll. So <laughs> let's just get on to the big one. Daredevil. No, not even Daredevil. I thought you did that deliberately until you looked up with a look of "oh fuck" on your face. <laughs> uh, it's it's not Daredevil. Fucking Jesus Christ! It's Deadpool. <laughs> no, you know what? Fuck it. Let's talk about Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Daredevil. Uh, and his wonderful co- his wonderful costume changes. Fucking Jesus Christ. Anyways, Deadpool coming to cinemas in Australia July 25th. As you should have remembered from the question you got oh, wrong last episode. Well, it was one of those things where I had two answers to that question last week. Uh, the first was April. The second was July. And, of course, I went with April first because I was just wishing it was closer to being released. And, of course, I was fucking wrong. But anyways... July 25th, which is awesome, um, only a few, a few short months away. But uh, let's get tucked into yeah, the trailer. Yeah, what do you got for me, bro? Right, so starts off with Wade's birthday. Amazing. That wig is incredible. Really yeah, makes his, we, his eyes pop. We commented about one of the theories <laughs> in the last episode that uh, it was released in February and uh, February is the month that Daredevil first appeared in comics. Yep. So technically it was his birthday in February. Yep, which is marvellous. Um, I mean, it starts off just introducing us to, oh, well, not introducing, but reintroducing and showing his posses all still there. Um, One of whom is uh, alive who died. Yep, I was going to just a bit touch yeah. on that, which was interesting to, to see, um, which the first prominent question there is, is it the same Deadpool? That's it. I mean, but <laughs> at the end of... Deadpool 2, he went back in time and he saved oh, that's Bob. Right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Was his name Bob? No, Bob, Hydra Bob's the character in the first movie. Um, I can't remember what the character's name is. Mm. 
either way, old crew's there. That's awesome. Um, you get that little bit of a monologue, et cetera, et cetera. And then in comes the TVA. Um, one of the questions we touched on is, is it the same TVA from Loki or is it not? The uniforms have got some slight differences um, from when we're in Loki. But I mean, the idea of the TVA is that it is singular. It is one TVA. It's just a matter of which time the TVA is sort of coming to Peter. you, so to speak. Peter. <laughs> so, I mean, single TVA. So it's something where I believe it's post Loki season two. Yes. Just so they kind of, they kind of ref, reformed themselves. Yeah, exactly. But in saying that um, on the uh, cast list, mm-hmm. we do have um, Morbius. Morbius. Yes. yes Morbius do. is on the cast list. Mm-hmm. So uh, who, who knows what TVA we're getting, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I still think it's going to be a, a time thing. Um, where, I mean, the Morbius, it might be a Morbius where he's back in with his family or something. It might be him still working in the TVA. Who knows? We'll, mm-hmm. we'll see when that comes through. But, I mean, I think the the sort of the principle around that is that it is still the TVA. Um, one thing that I thought was interesting, and please someone correct me if I'm wrong when I was going through and watching this, but it looked like as you see some of the TVA um, grunts, it looked like in different scenes I had different um, attire. Mm. meaning that maybe we have different either a a a split within the tva which could be a continuation from um season two of loki where there was that rift within the tva this might be like a splinter group almost who are sort of going off and doing their own thing or is it that um wade is coming across tvas from the past and Different future period, within yeah. his like as he's going around and kicking around doing doing what he's doing which also brought into an interesting theory that i read online about one of the scenes where he is fighting some of these tva people um being the snow snow scene oh yeah from uh, from avengers yeah exactly yep. so i mean and i really like that theory like well what's he going there to do like is he going there to sort of reintroduce the the comment the theory that i read through was all about bringing back um quicksilver and just like bringing that character back into it yep i thought that was kind of cool but i mean it could be Aaron, one of Aaron, one of a th- his name is yeah it could be one of a thousand things um my other thought is that what if it's not actually the avengers scene but what if it takes like a big sort of jump back to um the uh the x-men movies where uh, i think x-men two maybe three where they had uh, i think it was two whether it was all yeah Yeah. when they were in that snowy facility yeah the x facility so what if it's sort of going to the x facility Mm -hmm. um it could be like touching on uh, wolverine it might be how wolverine comes into it and something like that that was sort of where my that was where my head went to before i read (laughs) this theory i thought it was pretty cool Well, i think people only coming up with that theory because you see those scenes Mm. on the monitors yeah but again Marvel trailer, grain of salt. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I, I, I prefer. I think I would prefer if it went down the route of tying into something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, I think it'd be pretty, pretty damn cool how it's done. Um, he breaks the first wall within about twenty seconds. Yes, with yes. Uh, a fantastic one. He just does. That. <laughs> 
he does that first break just referencing Disney the first time pegging being shown. Yes. I think that is brilliant. It is perfect little <laughs> little tease, so to well, speak. I think they had to put that into a trailer because to uh, quell everyone being yeah. scared that this is not going to be the Deadpool we know and love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. And, I mean, straight after it, that look over to the screen that he does, that, that just <laughs> Ryan Reynolds yep. look that you get, he's like... Yes. <laughs> yeah, very. It's the uh, I call it the Van Wilder look. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So he does that, gets the pretty much taken by the TVA back to a portal. Sees shits himself, shits his pants, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, wakes up with shit in his pants. He's given his little introduction, so to speak, to the MCU, like showing Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Captain America, um, and <laughs> again those scenes, grain of salt. Yep. Because they may not be the scenes that are actually on there in the but, movie. But if you have a look at the the scenes as well, they're scenes that are riddled throughout. Yeah. Um, the various movies and whatnot. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, again, MC the, the, Jesus. And, and well, your little cinematic universe is going to change forever. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, the uh, I I mean, I would pray to Deadpool Jesus. Yes, one hundred percent. I thought that was awesome. Um. I mean, you get uh, a couple of broad shots in the uh, what looks to be a gambling table, um, whether it's poker, yep. blackjack, or whatever. What's sort of seen to be a possible Wolverine in the white suit? Yes, what Man, you Man, said with Mandrapore. Yep, yep. I think that'd be awesome. And uh, um, that's everyone. Everyone thinks it's going to be Daniel Radcliffe. Yep, I think that'll be awesome. <laughs> yep. Um, what happens? Then they've got some pretty cool fighting scenes through it. Uh, it looks, again, bloody. It, it looks like it's going to be bloodthirsty. Yes, which is sitting in that car and it's just yeah, just hit. over it. And I think they made a point of making it white seats. Yep. <laughs> just to show how much blood was through it. Um, the fucking gun reload scene. Oh. Something so, that was incredible. Oh, so good. It was so well done. And just to be looking at that, for it went for about five or so seconds. You're just like, fuck yeah. Like yeah. we've got little bits and pieces of that riddled through, like just sort of scattered through mm. the movie. Uh, the movie. It'd be awesome. Yeah. And you see the, you've got the, another shot in there that was around that time. The trailer was uh, Cassandra Nova. Yep. That's what I was well, going to, that's the next bit. <laughs> I mean, everyone thinks it's Cassandra Nova. I'm on IMDb right now and it's classing that Emma Corrin is playing Cassandra Nova. Yep. So it's, my my thought is um, that could be Cassandra Nova. That was sort of my first thought when I seen yep. it. Um, now, for those who don't know, Cassandra Nova essentially is Professor X. Yeah, uh, but she's like a spiritual thing that takes the god comes into reality and takes yeah. the guise of Professor yeah. X. It's like it's like the uh, multiversal embodiment of yeah. Professor X or something yeah. like that. So it was yeah. I think in a couple of the universes it might actually be um, Xavier's sister as well. I think, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Some of them. Anyways, I think um, it'll be a pretty cool bad because it's yeah. I mean that's a pretty powerful mm. being to be yes. within it. Um, I don't based on the way that sort of Deadpool movies have gone in the past, I don't expect it to be a bad that will carry longer than this movie, to be quite no. honest. Um, but they, they might carry some of the like the the, the other bads through. Yeah. I mean, you see Pyro, which would be awesome yes. from the X-Men movies. He might be someone who they sort of bring back through this and he gets like a bit of a carry through. And um, uh, the other thing, the guy who has that little shield that pops up, which everyone's like, it's Doom. And it's like, it's not fucking Doom. Seriously, that's not how they're going to introduce Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up yourselves. Mm. Um, uh, everyone reckons that's Toad. Oh, yeah. 
That'd be sweet if it is. Yeah, he's um, old mate, fucking amazing ninja dude who he also did Snake Eyes and G.I. Joe and he's just yep. a phenomenal stuntman. Yeah. Um, he played Toad in the first X-Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was Darth Maul. Yep. Um, he He's not on the list, so... It may or may not be Toad. Who knows? I mean, look, we don't have a full list yet. I expect we won't get a full list yeah, until it gets closer. It's pretty much only closer. people that have been in the trailer. Exactly, exactly. Which I did find it interesting because the one thing I was reading looked like um, Electra had been... Oh, uh, she is... No, she has officially been in there. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so she is definitely going to be in it. It'll be like a five-second cameo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently... Um, Will Daredevil be in it? <laughs> He's, he is, um, ben Affleck is rumoured to be reprising his role, but whether that rumour has simply sprung up because yeah. Jennifer Garner is coming back as Electra, <laughs> I'm guessing that is why, but it mm. would be nice to see him get a little little bit of, you know, uh, comeuppance of, <laughs> yeah, I was Deadpool, it got fucked up, but, yep. you know, I came back as Batman and did an amazing Batman. Yeah, yeah of course, of course. Um, pretty cool how we see the 20th century logo. Yeah, which that was ruined from the set leak photos. Yep, it, it was, yeah. but it was still cool to see it. Um, I mean, I want to know who belts him sort of around that scene. He gets belted through a bit of yeah. um, rubble and iron and whatnot. My first thought when I seen that was, oh, Juggernaut's fucked him up. But then I thought, oh, we've already sort of gotten Juggernaut previously, yeah. so I wonder who else that might be. Like, is it just um, Wolverine flogging him? I don't think Wolverine would have that sort of power to flog him. No. Is it something like what what could it I mean, be? it's probably just gonna come down to like that looks like for that set, it looks like it's gonna be a big fight. Yeah. So I imagine that's probably Might be Nova. It's probably gonna be Cassandra. Mm. Like she's doing some psychic blast and just fucking knocking him through a wall, yeah. I reckon. Um, I don't think it'll be another sort of baddie, but that scene when you compare that scene to the pyro scene mm. where he's like, oh, now we're having fun or whatever he says, mm. the set there kind of looks deserty. Yeah. He's a tire. Yeah, and it does. Compared to like, and the guy sitting next to him is the guy that does that shield thing. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's probably going to be like Wolverine and Deadpool versus a whole heap of baddies sure. from that makes sense. all the past movies. Mm-hmm. So you never know who it's going to be. And one of the, like to sort of continue on that, like it sort of starts with a bit of a, um, a desert scene when you cut away from uh, Wade's first initial like introduction. Yep. So it goes to that desert scene. You can see all the vehicles coming along and that vehicle you can see later. That's the one when you first see Cassandra. That looks to be the same vehicle yep. with that spire almost on the back of it and then comes around with that big sort of tele- yeah, <laughs> does, satellite yeah. type thing. Because it does that Mandarin style shot behind it yep. head and you can see the desert in the background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I think that will sort of tie in in some way, shape or form through that scene, through the desert. Um, um, but you've also, yeah, so you've got um, now uh, Marina Baccarin or whatever her name is, Old Love from Firefly. <laughs> um, she's back as Vanessa. So obviously he saved her at the end of two with the time machine. Correct. Um, now, one of the big rumours about her has been, especially number two, is that she's death. Right. The character of death now, because the character of death in Marvel is the uh, the major instigator of the Infinity Crisis. Yep, of course. Because Thanos 
is in love with yeah, death and once yeah blah, blah, for, the, and for those who haven't read the infinity saga highly recommend going and give it a read it is very different from oh, yeah. what we've seen um really really cool comics if, if you haven't read it highly recommend you go give it a read and um in the comics deadpool's major love interest is death hmm. so they have a major relationship all that kind of stuff so everyone was assumed that she was because she was dead in the second one that she's actually death mm-hmm. so whether that plays something into it or not who knows mm-hmm. uh we've got negasonic back we got yuki back but she's got different hair this time yep. she's got white hair mm-hmm. uh josh brolin is rumored to be coming back as cable mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can't imagine him not making a cameo considering they're such good friends mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, we've got Matthew McFadden playing Mr. Paradox. I did say that. Uh, oh, that's the main guy in the TVA that introduces yeah. him to the, uh, to the screens. So, uh, Electra's on there. Um, Blind Owl's back. Shatterstar's mm-hmm. back. Yep. Peter's back, which yep. is the best character out of all the <laughs> movies. Topinda's back. Colossus is back. Yep. Um, and rumored Patrick Stewart is rumored. Oh yeah, to be playing Professor X, which I mean, you can't really have X Men characters without mm. Professor X. Yeah. So true. whether it's just like another cameo kind of thing, like it was in two, mm-hmm. where it opened a door and closes the door, yeah. kind of thing. I think there might be a couple of those um, Stewart in some way, shape, or form. It'd be interesting to see. Arc is going to be fucking cameo heavy, man. Left, right, and center. Reckon, Left, right, and center. And everyone is going to be awesome. <laughs> I'd like to see um, uh, um, Shadowcat. What's uh, what's his name now? Um, the actor that plays him used to be the one from Juno. Seen, oh, um, um, Elliot. Elliot. Yeah, Elliot. That's yeah, his name. Elliot now. Page. Elliot Page, yeah. I'd like to see that, mm-hmm. how they deal with the... Was a her now a he the situation? Yep, yep. I don't know, but it would be nice because I loved Shadow Cat. Yep. She's one of my favorite characters in the comics, and mm-hmm. she's now a pirate in the comics, which right. is fucking awesome. <laughs> um, and she's got a little dragon that sits on her shoulder. Sure. Um, I don't know what other characters I'd like to see. Like, I don't give a fuck about Jean Grey from the movies. No. I don't think she was the right actor for Jean Grey at all. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it'd be nice to see uh, McAvoy. Yep. Come back in some form, shape or form, mm-hmm. which would be pretty cool just to have him make him have a cameo. Yep. Yep. Uh, same fast bender. And Ian McKellen, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like if you have Patrick Stewart, you've got to have Ian McKellen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. I don't know. What other characters would be nice to sort of get some come I think, up and I think you've pretty much hit the list. I, I would it would be cool if they're gonna bring Jagonite, it would be cool to have X Men three Jagonite. <laughs> um What's his name? Yeah, the footballer. Yeah, the footballer yeah. guy. He because he is, I'm the Jagonaut, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Best line for that movie with him. Um, Iceman would be pretty cool. Yeah, when I seen Pyro, I thought it'd be um, cool to have him as well. Yeah. Um, do or don't. I mean, I'm not. I mean, you got they're twins, so you yeah. can pick one of the. I'm sure one of them's out of work. Yeah, exactly. So just pick one of them; they can play it. Um, yeah, that's. Pretty much Deadpool, man. I'm so looking forward to this movie. It's, it's going to be the movie of the year for me, even if it's good or bad. Yep. I'm just uh, calling it. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's the movie of the year for me. It looks fun. Um, I mean, we're not over. We're not you know, over inundated with comic book stuff this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Sandman season two is filming, mm-hmm. which I cannot wait for because I fucking love Sandman. That was an amazing show. Oh, the comic is fucking phenomenal. Mm. It is. I think it's one of the only comics that's ever made the New York Times bestsellers. Yeah, right. 
Um, for those who don't know, Neil Gaiman, a god among writers, mm-hmm. he is phenomenal, and it is a masterpiece. The original, it's like they've carried DC have carried it on now with uh, Nightmare Country. It's now connected to Lock and Key. Um, there's like six different series going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it had the Lucifer spinoff. Yep. Um, the the comic was done. Uh, the, the comic Lucifer spinoff is a continuation of the Lucifer from Sandman, but the TV series was a complete departure from that. Mm-hmm. But in that TV series, there was the episode they it, it aired when it got cancelled, and it was originally filmed to be an episode in the next season. Mm. But it, the show got cancelled, so they just aired it at the end. Right. And it's uh, what if Lucifer? It was like a what if episode of what if Lucifer uh, hadn't come to earth and oh, met, yeah. met the uh, police officer and stuff. Sure. And the whole episode is narrated by God and um, God is Neil Gaiman. Right. The voice narrating is Neil oh, Gaiman nice. narrating, which I thought was fucking beautiful. Um, he's gods of gods in America, gods of America, mm. uh, Coraline. Um, he's written Doctor Who episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, him and Terry Pratchett at Good Omens. Uh, lots, lots of stuff. So you would have seen something by Neil Gaiman. Oh, so Sandman is fucking phenomenal. Um, so I think season two is filming. I don't think it comes out this year. Um, what else have we got comic book wise this year? Comic book wise, uh, Aquaman's fucking gone. So that yeah, DC's destroyed. That fucking oh, that show, right? I watched this not that long ago, and there's no point. Like it's within the four weeks. Don't I'm actually no, it's longer than four weeks oh, now. So no even with cares. the spoiler, no one watched it anyway. What if I like honestly? It looked like it was. Hey everybody, this is the last movie with DC. So get fucked. Um, and we're still going to pay you for it. Like, okay. Yeah. So they just turned up and went, hey, how the fuck are you? Let's make a movie. And they just did whatever the fuck they wanted. Pretty much. And it was crap. Uh, so <laughs> comic book releases this year, we've got uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 2. Yep. Uh, part 1, the animated movie, was mm-hmm. phenomenal, so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Yep. Uh, we had Madam Web. <laughs> Uh, Deadpool 3, we've mm-hmm. got Craven the Hunter. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Which I have some form of a hope for, but I'm not expecting much because it's Sony. Yeah, I got hopes. We'll see where it goes. We have Joker, Fole Adua. Yep. I'm which, looking, I am uh, actually really yeah, looking forward to that. The first one, this one's a musical and mm. going to be intriguing. And I mean, it's got it's got my girl Harley in it, mm-hmm. played by Lady Gaga, who mm-hmm. is a phenomenal singer and yeah. a great actor. 100%. Uh, Venom 3, November 8th. Oh, I thought that was next year. No, yeah, apparently that's this year. So uh, that could be interesting. I mean, the second one wasn't amazing. They kind no. of didn't do much with Carnage. Mm. But, At least they gave him a decent haircut from the trailer. Uh, to, be, <laughs> to be determined is uh, Beyond Spider-Verse. And it says to oh, be determined, so I don't yeah, know if that's that, coming that out was, or not. I think that was meant to come mm. out this year because that was one of the ones I had as a, a looking forward to. Uh, apparently... To be determined, uh, a DC Elseworlds animated series of Watchmen. Cool. Uh, and uh, to be determined, another DC Elseworlds. So this is all in the new Elseworlds sort of James Gunn yeah, universe yeah, thing. Yeah, uh, Is a Batman Azteca, a Choco de Imperios. Uh, it's about as close as to what a what-if story for DC, stories as Elseworlds offering, uh, features Batman as an Aztec native mm-hmm. 
Yahuli Katul, resisting Spanish colonization of his homeland. Except they've already done things like that. Yeah, I mean, they, they did, had him um, through the, gas, the Japanese series. But, yeah, they, they did, did Gaslight. They, gaslight. They, I mean, they've, the they've Japanese done it. one was yeah, it was all right. I didn't like. I, I hate which we're I'm, we're about to get onto, but I hate CG. Yeah. animated yeah it's just not uh so yeah all right let's get on to what we're talking about uh so a couple of episodes back we did it with the comic books where me and brock uh oh, yeah. recommended stuff to each other mm-hmm. um so we're just going to do a little this one's a little bit harder because we recommended tv series to yep. each other so it takes a little bit longer to mm-hmm. sort of peruse through mm-hmm. so we're just going to do a little update now um so i was given kengan ashura yep uh, it's an animated series on Netflix, and I gave Brock Razathon, which is an animated series not on Netflix. Um, <laughs> early 2000s. Early 2000s, yeah. So uh, I, I will start, and yep. I have to tell you, I'm struggling with this show. <laughs> I, thought, I honestly thought you might. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a massive fan of it. I think I've done the first season. Mm-hmm. I think so. You um, got further than I thought you would, and, to be honest. Uh, number one gripe with it, I fucking hate the animation. Yeah? I hate the CG with the 2D over the top of it. I just, I cannot stand it. It pulls me right out of it. Yeah. It's just not enjoying. And like, I even, even when you're watching, like, uh, my son's recently, through no uh, push of my own, has started watching Avatar The Last (laughs) Airbender, which may be a proud popper. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, He's on season two now, and there's an episode where the Fire Nation are trying to invade the Earth Nation with a big drill. Um, Now, the drill is CGI in it. Mm-hmm. And it's that same thing of you instantly notice it, and it just pulls it pulls it out of yeah, you for right. it. Like not as much for that one, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but this one is super heavily like see like three D model mm. with two D uh, textures over the top, and it's just I just I don't enjoy it. It's just one of those things, and it was the you same. Don't, with, you don't have to continue. Yeah. <laughs> it was the same thing with Neon Ge- with the four Neon Genesis movie. Like all the Avas were CGI, and it's. it's Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. It irritates me. See, I can I can get past that. I, I actually I didn't mind the animation. Um, for me, I and the story is fucking boring as shit. See the story. The one thing. Okay, so from the story perspective, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I definitely tuned out with some of the story, and the reason I did that is because every single episode, unfortunately, they they do that old anime trait, but they do it too heavily, where they explain exactly what's happening. Yeah. And it's a it's an old anime trait. It's something that they will typically do at like a kind of like a tipping point. I think where from memory, I remember reading years and years and years ago when I first started watching anime, like Dragon Ball Z style and stuff. That comes from uh, like samurai fighting, mm-hmm. where the actual act of hitting swords against each other lasts for like three seconds. Sure, and so they will stare each other off for like minutes at end and um, like talk to each other and stuff. And that's where that okay. sort of fighting thing where they will talk a lot, like a, like almost like verbal battling hmm. and then they'll do their fight. Sure. And the, I, I don't know whether that's true or not and there's any merit to that, but that's, I remember reading that years and years and years ago. Well, I suppose it's a pretty cool thing. And like, I mean, I suppose... It's one of those things where there are instances where I get it mm. and you see it, I, I see it mostly through um, anime TV shows or um, live action adaptions of animes where you'll, you'll go through and you'll sort of watch what's going on um, and you'll either A, draw your own conclusions or follow the story. But even if you've drawn your own conclusions or followed the story after 
something has sort of, you'll get to sort of like, I don't know, like a pinnacle, a tipping point or something like that. And then they'll go, right, bleh. And here's three minutes of information of everything you've just seen up until now. Yeah. Yeah. They'll tell you everything that's happened. And sometimes I'm kind of like, okay, sweet, fine. I'm happy with that. Other times I feel I'm like, you didn't need to do that. Yeah, especially with these these shows like these Netflix shows and stuff where it's like 10, 12 episodes. Yeah. You don't need filler episodes. Exactly. Whereas exactly. like Gundam, which are like 50 episode long series, they generally will have an entire episode, which is a catch up episode. And it's usually at the midway point, hmm. uh, episode 23, 24, 25, where yeah. they fill you in on hmm. everything that's happened beforehand. Yeah, exactly. And just sort of catch you up in case you haven't watched those first episodes, which exactly. is understandable. Hmm. So yeah, for, for me, I, I've watched all of it that's there. I am honest, I did enjoy it, but I did sort of skip over some of it. Not skip over it, but I just, I, my attention got drawn elsewhere during particular things and it was more so around right you'd get a fight that's about to start and then um you might see one or two moves and then after those one or two moves one of the guys sort of gets through a defense and hits him and then it'll go oh he got him and then it'll go to like how a, did he do that yeah it'll go into the two or three minutes yep. as to how and why he did it and how he was able to come up with that move i think that was my biggest drawback. Yeah. But I mean, I just jump on and scroll social media for a little bit and then, oh yeah, we're back into it. So I was, from that perspective, I've got those sort of covered. (laughs) But the story itself, I didn't mind the story. I found that um, some of the main characters, like they had that good, like enticing pull to them. Um, I found the fighting scenes themselves, you get rid of the explanation bullshit in between. The fighting scenes were cool like they were cool they were well done they were they were quick pacey they sort of um how how people that muscular can move that quick i don't know but sure no you do know because they explain it (laughs) (laughs) so look as i said to you i I did say when i recommended i'm not sure if you will or won't like it i personally didn't mind it but i 100% 100% understand why you didn't like Look, it. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll keep trying, <laughs> but I cannot promise that I'm going to finish it. Sure, sure. Um, and for me, Ra- Razathon. Razathon. This was interesting for me because yep. I watched, I started watching episode one and it was quite late when I was watching it. So I might've been a bit tired when I started. And I found that I could follow the story. I sort of made assumptions and drew conclusions as to what was happening. And then I watched the second episode and found, okay, sort of the same thing as the first episode has kind of happened. So I can still draw the same conclusions and whatnot. And then um, it was the start of, I can't remember if it was the start of the third episode or start of the fourth episode. They do a dump of this is everything that's happened. So whether you've got preconceived ideas, whether you've got an idea of what's happened, whether you know what's happening or whatnot, it doesn't matter. Here's what the fuck is going on. And they just give you a whole spill and you're kind of like, you didn't need to do that. Why'd you do that? I mean, I was enjoying drawing conclusions. I yep. was enjoying watching what was happening. I was enjoying the fact that they hadn't actually said anything about Muse yet. Yep. They didn't hadn't named them, hadn't said what they were. Like you were sort of, okay, cool. It's something with blue blood. Like, is it an alien? Is it a mutant? Is it something else? Like you draw your conclusion, but then you see the big like spaceship type things, but then you're like, okay, what are the spaceship type things? Or dolls, uh, I think they I might think call them. Dolls, yeah. So the big doll looking things, which look like porcelain things floating through there. You're like, okay, that's cool. Like, what are they? Are they a ship? Are they... Uh, alien spacecraft are they some interdimensional something or other I think it ends up being that they're an interdimensional something or other but they literally come into that episode and they just go right 
their muse, they're interdimensional, they're here in Tokyo, Japan, ah, sorry, um, uh, Tokyo, Jupiter. Um, this is how they got into Tokyo, Jupiter. The time works different to everywhere else in the world and that's the information. You're just kind of like, oh, do I need to keep watching or? <laughs> like I, li- I honestly thought you've just told me everything. Yep. Like, so that happened. And I'm like, okay, I'm enjoying the, the the animation style. I'm enjoying the story itself. I actually found that I enjoyed some of the filler episodes more. I, yep, fa- yeah. I found the filler episodes really good. And it was simple just around that character development and how um, the main guy, um, Aoto, is like sort of talking with the, the people outside of what they're calling Tokyo Jupiter. Yeah. Um, oh, and sorry, side thing like Tokyo Jupiter or... or almost is like the, these interdimensional beings called the Mu have more or less um, turned Tokyo into its own little space within. Space-time continuum sort Exactly. Of so yep. time works differently. It's slower as I understand, or at least it's slower compared to outside of the, um, the bubble. And if you stand outside of the bubble, um, it looks like a little Jupiter. So yep. hence Tokyo Jupiter. Um, so... I found those episodes way more how, interesting. How far are you? Epis- I think I watched episode eight or nine um, last night. Uh, have you seen the episode where they're on the warship yet? They've been on warships. Yeah. Um, One of my favourite things um, was, I think it's the pink-haired chick. Mm. She When they're at the barber and they see a little barber swirl. Uh, yeah, yeah, outside yeah. And That's like, like episode three or four. And she explains that it's actually the DNA symbol and yep, stuff. And yep. I was like, really? Oh, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> just, it's just those little things like that that mm. I really like about yeah. it. Um, so one, one thing, so whilst I said I enjoyed the animation, I enjoy the story itself. One thing that um, my second biggest gripe or my main gripe is the information download. You can't think for yourself yep. element to it. The second one, I, I found that there's elements where, hang on, what the fuck just happened? Because he'll be like Aoto, you'll be like, okay, sweet, Aoto's here. And then, um, I don't know, you fucking blink and then you're like, how the fuck did he get into the damn bloody Razaphon? Like, how did that happen? Like that just, like that happens at an instant and you're kind of like, you could have put a bit, for how good your filler episodes are at character development, you could have put a little bit more into that, in my opinion. Um, And there was also, and the one thing, I found is that Dolems are what they're called. Dolems, yeah. right. And the one thing that I found is his um, his connectability to Razathon. That frustrates me a little bit because he, the first time he uses it, he doesn't remember a thing. Second time he uses it, he doesn't remember a thing, but he's got glimpses of what was happening and sort of says, oh, I drove Razathon, didn't I? And then the third one, the third time he uses it, he's completely capable of driving the thing. And then the fourth time he uses it, he walks out and says, I'm never fighting anyone. And then he punches someone. You're like, what the, wait, what? Yeah. And they're very angst driven, these shows. This yeah. Is the it just, it just, it just sort of, I, I feel for how well they do the, what we'll call the filler episodes and how <laughs> much you sort of get dragged into that story and character development. I feel they could have done a little bit more in the sequences around what happens to get Aoto from A to B. He, he literally goes from A to F. You don't have any B, C, D or E. It just fucking happens. <laughs> Um, with all that being said, 
it's weird because I sound like I'm just hanging shit on the show, oh, yeah. but I'm, I'm enjoying uh, it. As, as I said when I recommended it to you, uh, it was one of those shows where I watched it and I finished the episodes. There's 26 episodes. Yep. Finished the episodes, sat there and went, the fuck just happened? <laughs> You're exactly right. Which is great because then I went, All right, well, I'll give it a couple of weeks. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah. And watch it again. And afterwards I went, yeah, I think I know. And I love, and like you said, it's like the character development and stuff, and it is really well done for a it's, lot of those filler really episodes good. and stuff. And you get to know the characters, mm. and I guess it is one of those anime things of, and we're here now. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh, exactly. Okay. Yep. Uh, some of it's explained. Yep. Some of it not, obviously. Mm. Um, but I mean. In saying that, did you really want to watch him climb up a thing and no? I, I, I would have. I would have been. I would have been fine with like it sort of happening in the way that it does. But it just there was nothing that sort of led up to that. If you know what I mean, yep. it was just sort of he was in an, he was in a space somewhere, and then all of a sudden he was in the Razafon. It's like, well, hang on, what the fuck is the Razafon? Let alone how did he get into it? If you know what I mean? Like it sort of it just skipped. I felt like it skipped a little bit in relation to that. Um, Apparently, it's pretty faithful to the manga as well. So I've just well, read here, yeah. Um, uh, there's like a few minor changes and like a couple of major ones, mm. but apparently, it's pretty faithful. Okay. But uh, look, as I said, like there's there's bits and pieces. Like as I'm up to episode eight or nine, and sound like I'm tearing it apart but that's because went and watched it and figured hey let's put some comments down but i mean i am enjoying the show uh the director has said that he thought of it as a modern day telling of raiden which was a japanese uh mecha anime from like way back in the day (laughs) uh 1975 there you go yeah um and while some english uh, uh, other, other, lots of people compare it to Neon Genesis. Sure. Um, uh, one person said uh, it's reminiscent of Neon Genesis Evangelion with a hint of Twin Peaks. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, all right. Well, we'll com- We'll continue. I'll try and get through some more episodes. You don't. And have hopefully, to. <laughs> uh, we'll uh, we'll finish these off, and mm. we can talk about them a bit more and our thoughts mm. over, overall of everything yep. and then we can do some more recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is anyone out there watching these shows as well and tell us what you think in Facebook comments mm-hmm. and uh, if you've got any other recommendations for what we can do for the next recommendation for each yep. other, yep. Um, chuck that through. Oh, one thing I just thought of, quick mm-hmm. one um, before we do finish up, a bit of a left field one. Um, have you actually ever watched the, the most recent Transformers, The Rise of the Beast? Have you watched it? Uh, the movie, yes. the live action, yes. Yeah, cool. Um, throwing it out there, the best part about that was the ending. Oh, where <laughs> links into fucking G.I. Joe. G. Yeah. <laughs> not a great movie, but I've seen that. I'm like, huh? Because in the cool. comi- in the comics, they're in the same universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, in, uh, oh, the it's all Hasbro. IDW comics, because yeah. in there's a great channel on YouTube. Uh, and it's a guy and every episode he does is it's like everything he does is about Transformers and mm-hmm. he'll go through and explain like he'll pick a character and yeah, explain right. all the, the storylines sure. that character sure. and like 
for those people who have only ever watched the cartoons and mm. the live action movies, the comics have so much lore in them. It's <laughs> like mental. But the big issue is um, there were two universes yep. going on for so long because there was IDW's Transformers yep. and then there was the British publisher's Transformers. Okay. And so they had very like a lot of them had different origins for characters and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And um, they had like... Um, uh, what's his the planet called the destruction planet from the movie Unicron Unicron in one Unicron's this in another one Unicron's this and they ended up in the comics they did a series where they pretty much uh, said that Unicron and um, Primus mm. were uh, multi-dimensional beings and they are actually the same Unicron mm. in every dimension yeah right and the same Primus in every dimension yeah right okay um and then they, I think from memory, uh, Optimus Prime and some Transformers and stuff collected <laughs> these seven swords or some shit yep. and uh, essentially made it so that it was one, like they combined all the Unicrons into one sort okay. of thing and, or something like that. Um, but this channel, Chris uh, Chris something or other, I think is his name. I'll put it in the uh on the website if anyone wants to see it and I'll, uh, I'll chuck some of your videos up there and we can talk about Transformers more in another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just a bit of a left field one. I watched yeah. it on the weekend. I thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah, and G- yeah. so they, them and G.I. Joe have been in bed together for a long yeah. time. Yeah, um, yeah. all right. That's uh, that's pretty much it, guys. That's all we've got for this episode. Mm-hmm. So again, thank you for uh, listening, uh, episode nine, mm-hmm. and we hope you stick around for episode 10. Yep. Double digits, baby. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and we're nearly at 500 downloads Ooh, as well. We're marvelous. just shy of it. So hopefully this episode will get us over there yeah, and be we'll awesome. be announcing our 500 <laughs> download episode 10. <laughs> On our fast track to 1,000. That's and, right, baby. And look, if you're listening, let's uh, jump on and follow along on uh, the social medias as well. We've got uh, a Facebook page. We've got uh, an Instagram, Instagram page. Now. Yep, so yeah. both Frantic Nerdcast. Um, I've got one that I've started, just a, a Frantic Brock as well. Um, and go and have a look at our website, franticnerdcast.com. We've just got a couple of articles and whatnot yeah, that we've put we're, up we're there. We're trying to put more up. But we're a little yeah, lazy. Yeah, we have been a little bit slack. We sort of got a fair few up there and then went, oh, shit, we need to write more, don't we? So yes. we're starting to get more up there and, and whatnot. But, um, look, reach out to us on social media. Let us know how you're enjoying the shows. Let us know anything that you would like us to talk about, go further into, and yeah, yeah, so, just uh, have, a, have, a, have a chat with us. Uh, Instagram, we'll be trying to chuck up photos and all that kind of stuff as mm-hmm. much as we can. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so it is Frantic Nerdcast on Instagram. Uh, uh, frantic Brock for Brock on Instagram. Uh, uh, me, AJ, is uh, Weird Art by AJ. Mm-hmm. You can check out some of my weird art on there. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. I'm AJ. And I'm Brock. <laughs>